Welcome to the Venture Capital Podcast. Peter Harris from the University Growth Fund. I'm John Bradshaw from Codebase. I give the founder perspective today. And I give the VC perspective. The VC. Everyone knows you're a VC. Did I not cover it? University Growth Fund. Well, no, you're just like, you're like, this is a venture capital podcast. And I give, I'm John Bradshaw, and this, I give the founder perspective. This is why Today, you're, this we're is, talking this about. This is why your students think we bicker. <laughs> this is why. Right here. All right. All right. It's okay. I'm not important. You're important, John. Why did the VC pass a story about junior partners? That is the, F, the, the title of this podcast. Okay. So here's what happened. So I was talking to this founder and he comes to me and he's like, hey, so I was having these conversations with this fund that was looking at leading around. I thought the conversations were going really, really well. Um, you know, I talked to this junior guy and then I talked to his boss. who was like kind of a mid-tier guy, probably like a principal VP, something like that, but not like senior managing partner. And um, they seemed like super jazzed about it and what was going on. And in this case, I actually knew this fund and I knew the people he's talking about and like I talked to them and sure enough like they were like oh yeah like we loved it super great like tons of conviction around the deal um and and he was like he's like yeah and then they they just kind of were like yeah it's not it's not a fit um and what they had told him was it's not a fit because you guys are trying to remember what they told him. It was like, I'm just going to make something up. Um, (laughs) So they told him like, look, like it's just not really a fit because um, you guys are too late stage for us. And I went back to them and I was like, I was like, really? Like what, what's going on here? Like, why, why did you end up passing? And, um, you know, they they were like, well, you know, yeah, it was like too late stage. And then we had like concerns around valuation and then we, you know, and, and all this stuff. And then the partner was like, well, the market's like probably just too small. Like once you factor in the valuation and, um, and, and I was like thinking to myself as he's telling me all this stuff and realizing that this poor entrepreneur had just fallen victim to the internal politics of the fund. And that is that the managing partner, and, and I could be off on this, but reading through the tea leaves, which, you know, I feel like I have a decent amount of experience doing at this point. Okay. Um, it wasn't the managing director's deal. As in, like, he didn't source it. He didn't. He wasn't the first to get excited about it. Like, it wasn't his. And therefore, it could not be a good deal. And, like, this happens, like, all the time within venture funds. Like, some junior junior staffer uh, gets re- finds a deal that's really interesting, gets super excited about it, and then they bring it to the managing director, and the managing director is, like, well, if I didn't source it, then it can't be like that good. Or if like you as this junior staffer could have found it, then it must not be that compelling and they end up passing and they miss out on like great opportunities Mm -hmm. because like there's this ego. The other thing that's going on within these venture funds is this concept of attribution. So every, every deal like gets attributed to one person within the firm. 
usually like one of the managing partners. They're usually ones that sit on the board. They're the, you know, the ones that supposedly like found the deal, did the diligence, negotiated the terms, like all that stuff. Uh, And sometimes it's really easy to like clear cut that, right? Like they did, they sourced it through their relationships. They negotiated, they sat on the board, they like took it all the way, right? Like all those kinds of things. Um, But uh, more probably more often than not, there was like some junior people that found the deal, cultivated it, did the diligence, got the man, you know, like teed everything up. And then the managing director like basically came in at the 11th hour, signed the docs and takes the board seat, right? Because they're the, the gray hair. Um, and they take the attribution for it. And it's tricky because if you're a junior staffer at one of these venture funds, you're an analyst associate, even like a principal, and you don't have like check writing ability, um, you're caught in this like awkward situation where you want your name to be tied to the deals because the only way you go from being non-check writer to check writer is be by being able to convince the partners that you're going to grow the pie more than you're going to take from it, that you're going to source deals that they wouldn't have access to, um, and that like you have good investment judgment. And the only way you get that is tying your name to these deals. The problem is, is that if you push too hard to get your name tied to it, the managing partner, like politically, like they're just not going to support your deals. And if they do support your deals, and this is the other like awkward thing that happens in venture funds all the time, is that the managing partners will like, they may say, okay, fine, we'll fund that deal that you are pushing so hard. But by the way, if this doesn't work out, you're done. Right? So if you think about the typical venture fund, where like you're going to make like 20 to 30 investments and you're hoping that a couple of them end up like successful and that the rest are just kind of meh. The likelihood that the junior guy or gal is going to find the one deal that carried the fund or the one of the, you know, three deals that carried the fund is like super low likelihood. And yet you are judged on whether or not like you're able to do that, which is like entirely unfair uh, for like a junior, junior investor. So, so they're left in this like situation where it's like, they either play the politics game and, and underwrite the deal and support it in such a way that the managing director like believes that it was actually their deal, in which case they get no credit for it, Mm -hmm. or they try to take all the credit for it and they put themselves, put their head on the chopping block if it doesn't work out or the deal just doesn't go through because they couldn't get enough support for it internally. So the moral of the story is when the when you get that cold email from the analyst that says, "Hey, Battery Ventures wants to check at you, you check you out, you pass." No, I think you take the meeting. Okay. I think you just need to know that like if you want to get the deal done, you got to play the internal politics of the firm. But how are you going to know the internal politics as an outsider? Well, ideally you go talk to other founders that the fund has backed, which you should be doing anyways. That should be part of your own diligence on the venture. Oh, fund. so you're just saying if you get closer and the analyst says, Hey, this might be a good fit. Yeah. Then you work your way around yeah. to the managing partner. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. That's what I've done wrong all these years. Well, look, I mean, I think, I think some entrepreneurs make the mistake of blowing off the junior guys. Okay. And I think that's a mistake because if the junior guys don't like you, 
Um, the managing partner can still move th- forward with the deal if they really love it. But if their junior team that's going to be doing all the diligence work is like hating it, it's probably not going to go well for you. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, if you invest all of your time and energy with the junior the junior staffer mm-hmm. and don't engage the the managing director, right, in a way that like the managing director feels like they have ownership over the deal, it's probably not going to go well for you either. So, so you got to kind of learn to play the politics of the firm a little bit. And you get to the managing director either through the analyst first or then through other people that they've invested in. Personally, I think the best way to do it is you get some inroads with the analyst and then you get one of the founders that the venture fund is backed that they like okay. to connect you to the managing director. Okay. And then boom, you've one, got it punch. from both sides. Yep. One, two, little punch. Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, jib, jab. Yep. Jab, jib, whatever it is, his book. Okay. I don't even know. So. I don't know. What do you think? Have you ever seen that pop up? I have not seen that one. That was a unique one when you talked about podcasting about it, which makes sense, but I haven't. Yeah. I've done very limited VC pitching. And when I do, I go straight to the partner because I know the partners. Right. Hey, I'm ready to pitch. Because you're a big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal. You are a big deal, John. When you're 40, you know a few people who who have got, have climbed the VC ladder. <laughs> hey, take all the analysts you knew when you were in your 20s and they were in their 20s are now 42. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Anyways, hopefully this was helpful. Um, I give this a 10. To, to you as an entrepreneur, if you're a listener, like what's going on behind the scenes? And like part of my goal or our goal with this podcast is to pull the curtain back on like this monolith that is venture capital and to help people understand that like when you think about Sequoia, there's not like this monolith called Sequoia. It's really just like a bunch of partners. What about this monolith called University Growth Fund? Oh, it's a monolith. No, I'm just kidding. It's me and Tom, right? And then like 50 students. And, you know, we have structure and we try to adhere to the structure, but there's there's nuance to it, right? And Mm -hmm. you want to understand it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that nuance is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is. I mean, it, with any firm, you just want to understand like what's going on, how decisions get made, who are the actors that are making the decisions, um, and you know, just better understand kind of what's going on w- within these firms. So, all right, great job, good job, team. We gotta have a better way of ending these things. So we could really use some nice five, six star reviews. So if you want to leave us some of those reviews in apple or spotify or other places that'd be greatly appreciated and leave us some comments was this helpful advice was this like have you had similar situations that you've gone through where the vc is kind of like giving you some lame answer as to why they're passing and you didn't understand why tell us about it in the comments and um if it's a unique situation we'll we'll podcast about it all right sounds good thanks guys go to venturecapital.fm and all the options to subscribe are there thanks